1013, it's 70 degrees on a mental health uh, uh, Friday. Mental health with Marcy Tetro. We do it every Friday in the 10 o'clock hour. And uh, Marcy is here, but I am Jay Paul, her uh, friendly uh, co host. <laughs> Funny co host. KTOE AM 1420 FM 98.7. Labor Day weekend, we made it. Uh, we've been on since the first Friday of the year. Yes, so we are. Technically, on month nine of doing yeah. this show. So, welcome. I'm Marcy and uh, Jay Paul here. Um, if you are a first time listener, our show is a mental health talk show. We're kind of like a variety show. We do different things every week. Our show has a different flair. Um, yeah. So, welcome if you're a first time listener. I should introduce you properly. You're a mental health professional. Whoops. Hang on a second. I got your song here. There we go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> get you get, get, I know. I got to get the energy up here. This is her song. This is my new song. It's my party song. So she doesn't just uh, talk off the top of her head. She is a mental health professional, uh, uh, Marcy, and she knows what she's yeah, trained. About. Yeah, and I have a, a lot of couple degrees, degrees I'm yeah. still paying for. So <laughs> be be mindful if you're going into uh, the profession. There's like the student loans. Yeah. Well, maybe not. If you go to Minnesota colleges and you live here, make a certain amount. It's free. And I am a social worker, and actually, I was looking at this uh, the lyrics of this song. It's about human rights in Africa, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. I'm a social worker, so it's like, we love that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's right up your alley. Yep. <laughs> so everybody get your cup of coffee and get your get your beat on. Here we go. Is this something, are, is Jane going to be in t- on tour coming to Minnesota? You I don't go, know. I you? should go. Yeah. Well, I won't have you to fight the crowds like Taylor Swift crowds. Get backstage, get an interview with her. Maybe she'll come on the show. Maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be fun. Michelle sing this in the studio. <laughs> Everyone would be like, what's that song again? <laughs> Can't get it on my mind. Uh, um, so anyway, uh, go ahead. Oh, you yeah. So our, yeah, our show is about combating mental health stigma, addressing barriers that get in the way of getting access to care, and suicide prevention. Yeah. And uh, 988 is a great number to call for uh, suicide prevention. That's a nationwide thing that is taken off. I mean, it is used a lot. They thought it was going to be... An increase over whatever a nine one. What did they just replaced nine one one? I guess for people who are having suicidal oh, yeah, thoughts and things like that. I'm sure there's like a, a, a some some type of scientific rationale or psychology. But man, it took off, and so uh, if you need help at all, uh, need somebody to talk to about anything at all, that is a great number to call nine eight eight. Uh, they'll punch you in the right direction. Also, locally, yeah, we have uh, a bunch of different clinics here in Mankato for Southern Minnesota. We have. Uh, Mayo, we have Journey Towards Healing, ASC Psychological, if you're uh, military personnel, they're really great. Um, we have Prairie Care. Yeah, yeah, get the music going, yeah. Uh, we have, and then Nice Roman Associates, uh, which I work at, so. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we're not pushing you uh, to uh, call Marcy and become a patient of hers, although you can. Yeah. Although you're kind of busy. Well, I might have an opening in a couple weeks. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, well. I think I'm still full technically, but. Uh, you never about- know, but if you ever need to find me in the future, there's a couple ways you can contact me. I'm at Nystrom Associates. Uh, yeah, and we have lots of different therapists, too. So we have lots yeah. of different things we do. And- but um, we're also on the Instagram. So if you ever want to find me on the Instagram and message me in case we end up, end up doing, going a podcast route. Yeah. Right? So there's always an option of us doing a podcast. So Yeah, we're going to go bigger and better. We'll be nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Paul has big aspirations. Uh, but we do have a podcast on the websites. Uh, 
Yeah, do you want to give people that information on how to get access? We've got yeah. Radio Mankato.com, and that has all of our radio stations. There's seven stations here, and uh, we're on uh, KTOE.com as well directly. So just go there and uh, page down a little bit, and you'll see podcasts. There's Lisa Kay. She's on there. There's uh, Jake's uh, group with the Strength for Service, and then there's us. And so there's a lot of different options there, but we have like... 20 over 20 shows on there. yeah we have uh, our buddy michael mike mclaughlin he has a show strength uh, by service and that's a great show to check out it's yeah. on saturday mornings um and if you're looking up the on instagram on how to get hold of me just it's mental health with marcy m-a-r-c-y and then my picture in a black turtleneck black turtleneck so that's my signature look i guess but uh <laughs> yeah if you want to get a hold of me that's right on there so we want to talk about getting a diagnosis yeah, so... When you go to uh, mental health yeah, mental so therapy. Yeah, so we've been doing this show for nine months, and so we're kind of getting now into the nuts and bolts. Uh, last week, we talked about suicide prevention, protective uh, factors. Previously, we <coughs> talked about how kind of the first step is usually the hardest, just getting in. Yeah. Knowing where Making to go. Making that call. Yeah, knowing where to go, um, getting that appointment. And then once you're in, what's the process look like? We have Brett Cushing on. We talked about um, what, like just like the different types of therapy and the different things you might hear as far as, you know, I have anxiety, what can help treat this? Is, like, it, is it silly? My first thought is, do I lay down on the couch? Do I, am I in a chair? Do I walk around? <laughs> no, I can I get I, up and I don't move? Think, I don't think that's silly. I think we get that a lot, especially yeah. from people like when we're out and about meeting, you know, new people in the community and well, you, in they fact, find out that a you're a therapist. I do. <laughs> yeah. So actually, no, but some of my clients do lay on the couch or if it's like a, I have a lot of, um, I work with different ages, and so so sometimes people are more comfortable laying down, yeah. and I sit at my desk. Can I pace back and forth and talk to you? I don't really have a big enough office. Yeah, it's you might, small. <laughs> yeah, you might get a little nervous uh, pacing in my office, but I have a couple different chairs. So some people do lay on their couches, and some people have chairs. Uh, I think all offices are a little bit different, but no, I think it's a good question. Yeah. I'm always kind of inclined to get a cozy blanket and have a pillow when i have to talk about something kind of but hard. do you you uh, see if you watch it if you base it off what you see on tv from people getting oh yeah there's lots of movies on there's TV. just the this, you would sit there and say nothing and just let them talk well how do you feel about that that's about all you say and then they go but i think you're more involved in that aren't you yeah but then so it's interesting because every every session's gonna be different and it depends on your style what well, depends on several things you have it depends on your clinical style yeah. it depends on your training it also depends on your like, i think your licensure too like some people are lf uh, licensed marriage and family counselors so they they are wired differently and in, in how they do sessions uh even masters of psychology they're trained differently than than i am i'm a clinical social worker okay. and so because of that i'm we we all look for kind of different things yeah so right. the sessions might feel different does that make sense? Like yeah. it, it's oh, yeah. like some might be more reserved, or and some of us who work with kids might be a little bit more outgoing, or you know. Energetic. Yeah, if you have any questions about this, to uh, ask Marcy, you can feel free to call us at five zero seven six two five fourteen twenty. Oh, sorry, I interrupted. Can you say that again? Five zero seven six two five fourteen twenty. And uh, or if you have any comments about the show, if you've enjoyed the show the last nine months, we love to hear them. Or get rid of that clown that runs the thing. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Jay Paul, you're pretty funny. Actually, my uh, my my nephew had said, "Who's who's Jay Paul, Aunt Marcy? Who's Jay Paul? He's funny." I'm like, "What about your Aunt Marcy?" He's like, "Uh, nothing." <laughs> so yeah, my nephew loves Jay Paul. Um, but no, like the when you're getting a diagnosis, though, back in the office, um, it's gonna it, the we you know we've talked about different things when you come to therapy. And I think the the challenging part, kind of just to dive right in here, is that when you get a diagnosis, it can be kind of overwhelming, or it can be kind sure. of like, 
Uh, you might be angry about it or sad or there might be some relief too. Like, like, you know, I know I have this thing and I've been struggling with this for like 10 years and I keep having racing thoughts or sometimes I start shaking uncontrollably. Um, I think it might be good to get a diagnosis to know that uh, there's something out there that you, because you, a lot of times you used to talk about people think they're the only ones that have mm-hmm. this problem. Yeah. And that's honestly, it's a huge thing that we see like yeah. that or like kids not wanting to ask questions in the classroom. I've talked yeah. about that before on yeah. here where usually we think we're our own worst enemies or we, we might be the only one. But in reality, I think with the human brain, we are a lot similar than people think. But sometimes with the, the diagnosis, it can be a lot to think about and process and so sometimes there's lots of thoughts out there and belief systems even about mental health and just the even the word diagnosis yeah. so if you go out to Barnes and Noble and look at books there's going to be different books like don't label my child the diagnosis because sometimes kids can um, take a diagnosis and like well I have autism this is why I'm like this or they they, they gives them an excuse <laughs> I, well I guess it, it, what it can do instead of like help treat it you know, to help give us something we can name and treat. Yeah. Sometimes it can kind of backfire in a way where that's now you take it in and embody this, this identity. Oh, yeah. And then you might not try to outgrow it or you might not try to uh, work through different things. Like, well, I have anxiety. So then you kind of stay stuck in that. Except so people. when, when, yeah. and the DSM, there's a, we could do like probably five shows on the DSM or have a psychiatrist on and talk all about that. But the, essentially it's a, it's a, um, it's a bunch of symptoms that people have that they have, they give these diagnoses to help treat them. So, so sometimes you might have something that doesn't fit. Like you might just have panic attacks, but that doesn't fit PTSD. Right. So it's a, the diagnosing world is really interesting and sometimes can be complicated, but it's very, um, it helps people, or at least helps providers give clients a direction. It gives a direction on how to treat the symptoms. It and helps so, more in-house it, yeah. than, than anything. Yeah, between, I think so. Between you people uh, in your field, yeah, you, know, you can know what you're talking about. Yeah, and, and so like what I, I think I want to hit on today is if you're listening um, and you've been ever given a diagnosis or your child, there is sometimes there's a grief that comes with it, like a mourning, like wow, I'm like different than other people, yeah. um, or there might be like I feel less than, like I can't believe I'm bipolar. You know, sure, like, sure. and you, it, it's kind of tearful and you might get sad about it or maybe you get diagnosed with borderline personality disorder. Yeah. So there's some different things out there that are harder, I think, to process, like schizophrenia, because that's a, that's a different. And the mental health, there's some diagnoses that we are really easily that we can treat, like OCD and anxiety. Yeah. But then once you get into like personality disorder, that's more like avoidant personality, narcissism, antisocial. Those are, can be a little bit more difficult to treat. And so with clinical mental health, which is access one, um, bipolar, anxiety, and things like that, when you get those diagnoses, they're treatable with medications or other types of uh, psychotherapy. And there's different specific interventions for that diagnosis. So there's different treatments for anxiety. There's different treatments for bipolar versus uh, depression. And they're all going to be different because they're treating different parts of your brain that you're going to have more or less chemicals. So it's a lot of information, but... The thing is, there's lots of hope, and we'll be talking about that in the second segment. So if you are processing that you just got a diagnosis, know that at first it, it might feel, that part might probably feel, like, really hard. Right, yeah. I can imagine. Uh, I haven't been diagnosed, but I get called weird a lot. But I've accepted it. It's kind of what I, and I've made a living out of it. So that ain't bad. You know, actually, that's, like, uh, <laughs> something, okay, I'm glad you said that, because I was actually, the day that Rob Williams died, I was working oh, on Colorado at the um, at a mental health hospital. So we said, uh, my colleague Brad Fester Feisner, he made up a group called "Making Your Crazy Work for You." 
So it was, it, but it, was a, it wasn't like a mean thing. Yeah. It was a nice thing. No, like yeah. if you have anxiety, make I, it work I for you. To that. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like if you're, uh, if you struggle with something or I'm hyper, I just have to channel it in a way where I can use that towards exercising or decorating my office or whatever. Yeah. So you want to make it work for you, but just know that, um, you want to work through that the feeling of when you finally if your therapist does share a diagnosis with you and then that all people struggle with something it's just when it when it gets to the point of impacting your functioning that's when usually you get a diagnosis and then also for health insurance purposes so i just want you to know that like we all struggle with things at times and the people that are around you care about you and that is worth that's worth living for and that's worth working through things is for your kids for yourself and know that someone out there does care about you a mom or a dad so don't give up i'll don't worry i know this is gonna be kind of powerful but second segment i'll bring it back up all right so here uh, here's a shout a song for everybody who's gone through the process please come back now Tire service at 507 674 3149. KTOE 1043 72 degrees, AM 1040, 1420 rather. Jay Paul, I love your uh, animation on that and your, your facial expressions. <laughs> A different version of the song. Mm-hmm. This is Sarah Bareilles. So if you're listening right now, this is Sarah Bareilles' version of Goodbye Elbrick Road. It's a little bit more um, hauntingly dramatic, I think. No, you can't hold me forever. I didn't sign up with you. You know, can I share? I want to share a, a memory I have of this song. Mm-hmm. So as winter's coming, right? We talk about this. Um, I was actually, this song came on when I was shoveling my driveway. Her version? Yes. And it was snowing out with the big chunks of snow. It was like the pretty, like, diamond-like. It was all, like, pretty. And so it was just a really cool, like, moment you find, like, in a movie with this song playing. And I was, like, shoveling my driveway. I'm like, I can do this. I can do this on my own. (laughs) It's actually pretty with all the snow falling down around it. I'm going to say you should... uh... Tell why this song became your theme song? Oh, yeah, I can do that. So um, I was listening to this song, and I was just, like, shoveling my driveway back in December, and I was just at the time going through kind of some hard stuff with my, uh, like, you know, the heart attack stuff, and I went through some yeah. medical stuff and some eye diagnosis. I found out that I can go blind down the road, and so... Um, Adulting is tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's just I, I think it's just these, like unknown things that happen in life where it's just like you can't believe it just happened to you yeah. and your whole life just changes and it's like you try not to get so sad and cry because it's like oh my god I don't know if I'm going blind today or tomorrow um, or if it's going to happen sometime but just getting the, the news that I have like a rare eye condition was pretty pretty overwhelming and pretty sad yeah. so anyways I had this uh, experience with this song where it's like you know it, I'm okay and it took me a long time to kind of to figure that out like I don't need to be like partnered up like I don't need to be married because we talked about this with the class reunion where I felt so sad about like yeah. when someone asked like where's your family family like and how do I say I don't actually have one yeah 
and it hit me such an, a chord, but this song back in December, it finally like lifted something. It broke this tension. I'm like, what the heck? I'm okay, actually. I have so many friends and people that care about me, and I do really well in my profession, and I just, I am so grateful because I have so many people, that, and I can make friends really easily whenever I move to new places, like how I met you in theater, and and so, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, meaning you don't need to have the cookie-cutter life that yeah. everybody thinks you need to have. Yes, and I don't Your need Your life be, is fine. Yes, and I don't need to be married to feel good about myself and yeah. all that stuff. So, exactly. for me, this song freed freed me from that like trap yeah. or that like thinking or that rigid thinking that I placed on myself and how my life should be. Right. That's no should be. You do what you want to do. Aww. That's what I say. Thanks, That's dog. what I tell my daughters. I say, you do whatever you want to do, I'll, as long as it's not illegal, I'll support you. <laughs> Sometimes, even if it is illegal. And I just think when you um, talking about from the first segment about getting a diagnosis is that you can still have anxiety or That's still good. have, uh, you can still have different things you struggle with and be okay mm-hmm. and still live life. And so, so today's segment, segment is actually dedicated in honor of Rob Williams, who committed si- suicide. Good morning, Vietnam! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? Oh, yeah. Many times. I have a huge Robin Williams fan. Loved it when he was on the talk shows. Had to watch. Even if I was out partying in the bars, I had to go see him on Johnny Carson or whatever. Because he's just so incredibly talented and funny. Well, I feel like with him... You but never... his acting, too. I mean, Well, you never know what he's going to say. He's, like, unpredictable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, like, remember, yeah. like, the hot dog one? He's, like, I can look like a hot dog. <laughs> But like, um, so Mrs. Doubtfire. I mean, yep. all those. Movies. And we use a lot of those lines today. Like, and for mm-hmm. for our generation, he was like our what you call the TV. Uh, he was our TV father. So he was always kind of like our the guy, like well, the the dad in the movies. And I'm us. old enough to remember his beginning, Mork and Mindy. See, I never saw that show. Seventies. Yeah. Was that like he was an alien or something? Yeah, yeah. From Ork, Mork from Ork. Came in, came in an egg to the earth. <laughs> it's kind of like a weird version of Superman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, huh. that's a good show, though. So, uh, yeah, so Ram Williams, he, uh, yeah, so I was working on Colorado when he had committed suicide, and uh, I was working at in a unit specifically for psychosis or schizophrenia. And so that's when I was talking from the first segment about Brad. Brad had wrote this group, or wrote this group about uh, making your mental health work for you, and I think. When you get the diagnosis of whatever, you know what, again, it doesn't matter what it is, but when you can finally name what you're struggling with, there's power in naming, like, you know, hey, Marcy, you're struggling with this. I'm like, hoofda, like, thank goodness that's finally what it is. So now <laughs> I can actually get some relief and now how do we treat it? Yeah. So that's kind of where now we head is, okay, there's power in naming what's going on and I'm not crazy, right? I have this thing I'm struggling with. And so we really want to use, try to stay away from the word crazy because I think there's so much negative stigma from the sure 70s, yeah. 80s, 90s. Um, the historical uh, thing, I think that's what also prevents people from getting into care. So, right, our show is about combating stigma, so that's why we're talking about this, uh, combating um, and addressing the, the barriers that get in the way, such as thinking I might be crazy if I go to the therapist's office. Sure. And so, Or somebody might see me going in there yeah. and think I'm crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of that. I would, yeah, those are the thoughts I might have. You know, and I think right now it's just we have to we have to review and rethink about what how that word is used. You know, like there's different ways that that word is used, and I think it's it it I think it 
does a lot more damage than it does good. So what is the difference? Because I hear all these people in Hollywood, they always talk about going to therapists. But they're not necessarily getting diagnosed with anything. They just want to talk about... Well, it depends. If they have health insurance, they have to get diagnosed because uh, the health insurance needs a diagnosis. Is that different, though, than what you do? No, to it's somebody probably, who uh, wants to go talk to a therapist? Uh, no, I, I think if we had a celebrity walk in the door, I think it'd be the same thing. They'd be talking about anxiety, about performing, uh, pressure with the director, having to know their lines. Am I good enough? I mean, even am, when am I weird even, for not wanting to go see a therapist? I always, I think I'm pretty good. I think I'm good. Jay Paul, that's something separate. We'll talk I mean, about that off. I know there. I have problems, but I can live with them. <laughs> I'm fine with it. No, you're fine. Um, no, that I think that no, that's different. But like, um, I think it's it's Excuse more me. like I, I think people are people, right? Humans are humans, and are we're like everyone has like eighty thousand thoughts a day. There's a number oh, yeah. out there. It's like seventy six thousand or so many thoughts that people have. And so humans are all wired the same way. We're wired for connection, right? I know yeah. you sometimes uh, disagree well, a little bit. I like to be alone. Yeah, but, you like yeah. to be alone. <laughs> but we all, but we all need the same things to survive. We need love, attention, affection, you know, emotional, emotional things besides the basic needs. Oh yeah, definitely. And so all humans across different cultures are all wired the same. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to that, and then how the brain works, which would be a really great episode, is the brain chemistry and the body with the serotonin and the dopamine oh, and yeah. the oxytocin. And um, like when you fall in love, why do you feel like you're on cloud nine? Or like when you get anxiety or you have too much serotonin, why do people develop uh, schizophrenia? Right. So there's different chemicals that get released or you don't have uh, enough of, you might have too much of that sure. cause different things in your body and then can cause psychosis. And another thing, like randomly, you know, like if you don't sleep for so many days, you can develop hallucinations, right? And that's something that naturally yeah. happens with the human body. So when you think about just organic um, mental health and what can happen to the human body, none of us are spared from it, Jay Paul. Wow. All right. Does that make sense? Because we're all like, the same, yeah. Yeah. So if with the human body, um, like even if like the rangers, you know, with the ranger training. Yeah. They, they actually derive or they actually deprive the, the soldiers of sleep on purpose so until they actually oh, yeah. hallucinate. Yeah. You know, and so that and that's a human condition that happens from a lack of sleeping. Because it might happen to them out in the field too. So that do yeah. you know, so they want to be ready for it. But so yeah. I know we're talking about a lot of a lot of different things, but these are all the different things that come up in mental health. And so like when we think of the word crazy, am I crazy for hallucinating after I haven't slept for two weeks straight? Mm-mm. That's anyone would. Yeah. So why would you want to come up with this nice term not nice why would you come up with this term that's not nice. It's in, in stigmatizing. So I think that whole term and how we viewed mental health yeah. has gotten in the way because there's also a very different, um, there's a huge difference in psych, psych, uh, schizophrenia and psychosis, which is a visual and auditory hallucinations from regular anxiety and depression. But yeah. yet, you know, the ones that really add to the suicide is bipolar, depression, and schizophrenia. So those three are the, the diagnoses with those heavy suicidal thoughts that come with um, the suicide rates, or sorry, those diagnoses can lead to the suicide. So that's where those three you really want to keep an eye for. And uh, yeah, it was Robin Williams. Everybody said he had everything. Why would he want to kill himself? Well, and that's the thing we talked about masking a couple of weeks ago, right? Where it's like when we mask things, we're really happy on the outside. And there's a quote, I think, by Robin Williams or somewhere out there. It's like, the happiest people have been so hurt. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a mask because you don't want to hurt people after you've gone through so much heartache or like you realize... You know, when you've lost a parent at an early age, it's like, and you let people go through it, you, you're you're kind to them because you know how awful it is. Although I know he had been diagnosed with some kind of health problem at the end. Yeah, uh, I forgot. Parkinson's Louis or something? Body or, disorder yeah. or something. But, um, so Ron Williams, if you look at his... Good morning, Vietnam! 
But if you if you look at his life and his movies, he talked a lot about like taking roles that had a life and death component to them. You know, like living life fully or. Yeah. Um, and this is more existentialism that you can look into or Google, but like what happens between you're born and between the time between when you die and are we really living while we're alive or are we kind of dead inside? And so there's this thing where we look at... We're zombies. Wow. We can be. Well, we're on our phones and doing this thing and oh, yeah. we're not really living life. And so, That's true. But when you can get it, if you get a diagnosis, I'm like, I'm really bummed. You know, I'm like, hey, I just heard today I got some really bad news. Like I have this. And so what I want to really encourage people today is like pro- kind of process that through work through that with your therapist and then just know that you have a lot of people that care about you. Even if it, sometimes you might not hear from your siblings or you might not hear from your grandparents, people care about you and they never would want anything to happen to you. Um, people get busy. Yeah. And so, so you want to keep processing through that diagnosis uh, with, with somebody and then, um, Sorry, talking through it, processing is a therapist word. Um, so, but to keep talking to your support systems because I think everyone's going to say the same thing that. They, I heard somebody clear their throat. I know. I'm like, who was that? Oh, that's because I had the support thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sully. like, I think we have a ghost in here. I'm hearing things. At least <laughs> was, Jay Paul heard it too. So That was Sully. But um, anywho, so uh, I'm glad thinking he didn't of, yell but think of Rob Williams. He had some great roles like Goodwill Hunting. He was a therapist oh, yeah. in that movie, yeah. you know? Mm hmm. World According to Garp was one of my other favorites of his. Which, which movie? The World According to Garp. And that like, was one of his first ones. I never saw that one. But then also, like, he was the genie. And he had some oh, of those yeah. most powerful, you know, in this in acting. Like, he can be very animated. But Robin Williams had this amazing ability to take it to that, like, powerful level. To yeah. bring your heart just, like, makes your heart beep go bump. And it's like, oh. And he just had that smile. And it's like, uh, was that was that line in Aladdin? It's like... Oh, Al. He's like gives me he gives him a hug. Yeah. I'll never or something. I forgot what he says, but it's like a he says something to Aladdin, like, I'll always be there for you. Sure. Or something and I'll always be your friend. No, yeah. So Rob Williams just had that knack about him. So I think when you're thinking about therapy and just remember that keep living life to the fullest and even if you have anxiety or depression, it you can still live with through that. Uh, find ways and interventions to help you uh, work through things, or if it's, even if it's ADHD, um, there's different things that can help you function and be successful and live a really great life that makes you happy. So, and for those who, another ones who might be listening who are zombies and walk around and oh, I got to do this and pay this bill. All right, stop for a second. Go have an adventure. Go have fun. Go find some type of um, the Alice Obscura. So for me, for me, if you're listening to the show, go do a challenge this weekend. Google this thing called Atlas Obscura, Obscura, O-B-S-C-U-R-A. It's like uh, finding like weird things like the biggest ball of uh, yarn in Iowa uh, or something. Yeah. So if you want to have random adventures, just go do something. Um, go live life. Even if you're living, um, don't let yourself get to the point where you feel dead inside either. So and then, and then the spirit of Suicide Awareness Month and Ron Williams um, and really kind of uh, honoring those to really live life to the fullest that we can and know that it's okay if we all struggle at times, but we can also really experience great joy. And that's what makes life worth living. What if somebody didn't have uh, mental health insurance of some sort? And that's what's keeping them from coming to get help. You know, we'll, uh, I know I have some people I can ask that on September 9th. So if you want to come meet me, I'll be at Nystrom Associates booth at the Capitol. The Capitol. We yeah. have a, uh, a march because for a September walk. Is- so. Suicide yep, prevention awareness. or yep. awareness. Yep, and we're having, I think it's a walk for substance mental health. So I'll be there on September 9th at a booth at the Capitol if you want to come find me. I'll be at the Nystrom booth. 
right. But that's a good question to ask, and Jay Paul, I'll get back to you on that one. That's a good, what we call a doorknob comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I resemble that. That's nice. Uh, no, that's just what, for the con- comment at the end, right when they walk out the door. It's a, it's like a little bomb. Yeah, something to think about. <laughs> okay. But yeah, so uh, we have a great song. So uh, once you find that, there, what you name it, once you can name it, there's power, and then you can treat it. So uh, go until then, go live life, go have an adventure. But a slow, glowing dream that your fear seems to hide deep inside your mind. All alone, I have cried. Silent tears full of pride in a world made of steel. Information Radio is AM 1420, KTOE, Mankato, and FM 98.7.